Hey, everybody. Welcome to part two of our Seven Resorts in Seven Days series. Today, we're talking about Disney's Polynesian Village. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 779 for February 17th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited help you underst- help you to understand all your options when booking one of Disney's all-inclusive vacation packages. Just visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Dustin West, <laughs> Jenny Lindhoff, <laughs> Kathy Whirling, Corey Martin, our associate producer, Craig Williams, back on the controls, and joining us via Skype from Indianapolis, Indiana, Mr. Will Perry. Um, so this is uh, day two of our 7 and 7, and we're going to be talking about the Polynesian and uh, let me let me boil down my opinion into a very succinct sentence. Ooh. Until construction palooza is over at this resort, don't stay there. Don't stay there. Um, I love the Polynesian. The Polynesian is arguably my favorite resort. It, it really goes back and forth between Fort Wilderness and the Polynesian. I love them both. Um, and when this resort is finished, it is going to be spectacular. But this is the only resort known to man that can do this level of construction without shutting down completely. Any other resort anywhere else would have had to shut down completely for months in order to do this. Not only has this resort remained open, but the prices have remained the same. And that is a testament to the popularity of the resort and the arrogance of Disney uh, all in the same measure. This resort is just, it's, the construction completely destroys the vibe and the feeling. Um, And I'm, I, so I just want to boil it down. We can probably stop recording now. Um, (laughs) I was going to say. Because that for me is the, is, is the bottom line here. I, walking around this place, um, before we get into all that though, let's just, a little bit of, of background on the resort, this was one of two resorts that opened with Walt Disney World, October 1st, 1971, along with the Contemporary. Although, according to legend, and I don't know if this is true or not, the Polynesian was the first resort to actually have guests stay there because all the celebrities that were in for the opening of Walt Disney World were put at the Polynesian, not the Contemporary. So, uh, technically speaking, the first... Uh, the, the the first Disney resort to actually accept guests was the Polynesian. Yeah. And on top of that, also known as the place where the Beatles officially broke up because that's where yeah, John Lennon... my thunder here. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah, stealing my thunder. <laughs> yes, John Lennon signed the paperwork uh, in December of 1970... 1970. Was it 1970? Should have been 1970. Um, he signed the paperwork that ultimately disbanded the Beatles, and he was on vacation at Disney World for the holidays with his family, uh, staying at the Polynesian. 
and they brought him the paperwork that I guess they, he was. I guess he was basically, you know, kind of resisting doing it, but finally just said, "Okay, I'm done." But it wouldn't that be was 1970, my bad, yeah. would it? Because the resort opened in '71. Yep. Yeah, so it was. I, that was my bad. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that part. Yeah, the Beatles, the last album they put out was in 1970. Abbey Road was their official last album. And then it would have been right after that, whenever they broke up. So you figure 71, 71 72, yep. somewhere, somewhere in there. But nonetheless, John Lennon, John Lennon ended the Beatles at the Polynesian. Too bad he couldn't end the construction. <laughs> um, there are 11 longhouses, um, three of which are being converted into... DVC Deluxe Studios. Uh, this is part of the big construction going on there right now. Is that three of the longhouses? The longhouses are where the the, the hotel rooms are all in. Um, three of them are being converted into deluxe studios. There will be no one bedroom or two bedroom units, or no one bedroom units at uh, at the Polynesian for DVC. Just deluxe studios, and then the bungalows that are out over the water. There are twenty of those. That will be 200, uh, or I'm sorry, two-bedroom, and I believe a little over 1,600 square feet. Um, and they're like small little houses. They're, yeah. they're they don't gorgeous. look that big, though, right? But Not from they, the outside, yeah. but wow. The, the, 1,600? Wow. The, yeah, the, the renderings and everything on those look, look amazing. 1,650 square feet, sleep eight people, and will provide an unobstructed view of the Magic Kingdom for fireworks. <laughs> And there's a hot tub out. There's a 300 square foot deck with a sunken hot tub, so you could basically be sitting in your hot tub watching the fireworks. Watching the fireworks. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, do not but, forget that part. But unless you're Warren Buffett or in that realm, be prepared to mortgage your children yeah. in order to pay for it. The estimates right now are those bungalows are going to run. If you're not DVC, they're going to run about twenty five hundred dollars a night. Uh, to stay in one of them, so to be able to sit in a hot tub and watch the fireworks—that's yeah. that's pretty priceless. Well, when yeah. you when you rent one, we'll all come <laughs> over. Just invite me over. That's right. Um, but uh, before we get into more details on the resort, we do have a little video overview prepared to show you. So let's go to that now. All right. So let's get started. Um, in, uh, when we were discussing Wilderness Lodge, we were talking about the need for the rooms to be rehabbed. Uh, the rooms at the Polynesian were, a few years back, completely gutted <laughs> and redone and gorgeous. Yep. Gorgeous. I love these rooms. First of all, these rooms are massive. They're on the order of about 410 square feet. So these are very big, spacious rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got this nice mint green light mint green walls uh the dark wood um it does the the, you know for me with with a disney resort the judge my 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 credit my my judgment of a room is going to be how well does it carry through the theme of the resort and on that measurement these rooms are a home run just beautifully every detail every detail beautifully thought out uh, nice big bathrooms, you know, very. Oh, okay. I'm you're giving me a signal. You're, Just oh, Dustin. You're signaling Dustin. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure. What? What? Well, what about the bathrooms? Only You can only go number one? You can't go number two? Um, exactly. Okay. Um, 
nice big bathrooms, nice big marble bathrooms. Um, I was always a big fan of uh, of the bathrooms here, but uh, just a, an incredible, uh, an incredible room, very when, comfortable room. When you talk about the space difference from Wilderness Lodge jumping into this one, I mean that, that space is. I mean, it really is a massive, massive difference. There, I mean, there, there's no at Wilderness Lodge. There's no extra seating area. You have your little desk table with two chairs there. Here, you have you have your desk. You have a couch that folds out. You also have a, a, another chair to sit in in mm-hmm. addition to the two beds. That's that's massive right. when you have a full room. And the feeling that you have when you walk in is just immediate relaxation that just when you're talking about the theming of the resort that is a part of the big part of the theming of the polynesian just kind of taking it easy and laid back and you know family welcome home and you just get that sense even in the rooms it's in the color scheme it's in the bedding it's it's in everything well i i think one of the greatest parts of this time around was that the last time we did seven and seven there we had one new room and one old room and this time we only had the new rooms because those have all been renovated at this point and it has now been ingrained so much that these are the rooms that you get when you go into the Polynesian and they are just absolutely stunning whenever you walk in and I really enjoyed the old rooms but they were much darker they you know they didn't have like you were saying these light green and and kind of yellow and lighter wood well uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, those kind of colors. It was. It still had that very welcoming and warm Polynesian vibe, but the whole thing was just a darker tone to it. Well, that's why I say who is who's ever whoever is overseeing the redesign of these rooms deserves medals and raises and big mm-hmm. cakes and. I agree treats every day when they come to work <laughs> good boy and if you want to see the um the old rooms we do have um we have a, a gallery up with the new rooms but i'd usually delete the old rooms off the gallery but i put them in a subfolder old rooms do a side-by-side comparison you'd really get a, an idea well, of what they uh, what i was what i was saying was you know whoever's doing these designs deserves a lot of credit because i love the old rooms I love the old rooms. And when I heard they were changing them, you know, you know, we all get it. When they're going to change something that we like, we always get nervous. Am I not going to like it? Um, and I didn't think I was going to like whatever they did as much as I liked the old rooms. The old rooms are what I knew because I'd stayed there so many times and that just kind of felt like home. One of the features that I really like about the rooms at the Polynesian that I'm sure was in the old rooms and they have kept is instead of uh, sliding glass doors or whatever it is, it's an entire wall, floor-to-ceiling windows on the one side that, you know, looks out. There's there's no wall to it. It's all glass. And I, I think that was built into the um, the design because originally they were supposed to be able to remove the rooms. Am right. I correct? With the, with, the, with the contemporary and with the Polynesian, um, the idea behind it was that the rooms would be manufactured off-site brought to the hotel and slid into place. Um, and that's why we have glass on that whole outer side. Well, I don't know that that's the reason. I know that they couldn't do it because one of the things they found out was that the gap, the gaps that were left doing that in between the rooms um, because of the humidity and the moisture in Florida were forming a lot of mold um, and making the rooms uninhabitable. Mm. So they had to basically fill in all that space to stop that from happening. So they weren't able to do it. I'd also heard at the contemporary that they weren't able to do it because as the building settled, 
uh, the the structure the structure shifted. They couldn't get the rooms back out. Um, which, what of that is true? I'm not sure. These are just yeah. things that we've heard. Needless to say, it's not done. These rooms are not slid out and replaced. Um, but, but they do great have idea. floor to ceiling glass windows, and I love them. No yeah. balcony. And if you're if you're staying, we were staying in concierge at uh, at the Polynesian, which in terms of the lounge. If we're just going on the lounge itself, best lounge on property, hands down. It's huge, and it has a two-story, two-story glass front that overlooks the Magic Kingdom, where you're able to watch the fireworks. It's really cool at night. They dim the lights, pipe the music in, and you can watch the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom pretty much dead on with Cinderella Castle. Um, plus, I think they do a very nice job with the spread they put out food-wise. Uh, a lot of their food, I believe, comes from the Kona Cafe, which is one of my favorite places to eat. And so food's pretty good. Again, it's, you know, at, you know your, your, your dinner service food there is, again, it's, it's appetizer, snack. It's not a meal replacement. Um, but my big, one of my big scratch-my-head moments, because Polly is among the most expensive arguably the most expensive concierge on property. And all the other concierge lounges now offer Nespresso machines to make your coffee. And Nespresso is great. It's very big in Europe. Um, I first had it when I was in Europe. Great coffee. I've got an Nespresso machine here in the house. Love Nespresso. Great stuff. Uh, Polly still has a Nescafe machine. <laughs> oh, geez. They still have a Nescafe machine. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out why. <laughs> Will you got it? You stayed at the uh, you stayed at the Poly. What were your thoughts? Yeah, uh, uh, a lot of what you guys said, uh, I totally agree with. I feel like the rooms are nice and clean, modern, the fresh uh, colors, paint scheme. It felt very comfortable. That extra space uh, makes a big difference. And the view was beautiful in the morning when I got up. Uh, you know, it was a little bit after sunrise, but you could see out over the water that big glass window. I really, enjoy, I really like the room. The beds were comfortable. Nice. We had a, the we bathroom had a, was big. You know, it was nice. We had a theme park view uh, in concierge. Uh, so, yeah, that was an unobstructed, pretty much unobstructed view. With the exception, I think it was a tree. Yeah, they like to put palm trees right yeah, there right in there. front of the balconies. <laughs> and uh, that, you know, so that was that. But uh, the overall, no, the view, the view there is stunning. Um. The, uh, the concierge lounge is called the King Kamehameha Club. And again, uh, a completely different experience checking in. Uh, not greeted at the front. Had to go to check in. <laughs> oh, you're a concierge. Somebody walks you back there. Um, and of course, because of the construction, it was a 13-mile walk. You know, we're carrying equipment and all this other stuff. And we have this ridiculously long walk because the pool is completely being completely redone. Apparently, this pool is under rehab like every six weeks. <laughs> this, but now, I mean, from what I understand, they're literally like moving it to the left. Yeah. So that it's a more from from the from the main uh, from the main building. Ceremonial it's an, house. Uh, the ceremonial house. It's a straight view uh, to Cinderella Castle. Um, 
this seems a bit extreme to me. Mm-hmm. Which, when you walk in the doors, you're not going to be able to see the castle because, you know, glare on the windows might be cloudy out. You know, there's no guarantee. And it's also really teeny tiny from, <laughs> you know, when you walk in. Oh, that I think that's the castle back there. Well, that's I don't walk into the Polynesian expecting to see the castle. Right. And, and any of the hotels. I would never walk in expecting to see something in the theme parks. I walk into the Polynesian. I want to feel like I'm all of a sudden in that field. Feeling, or if I'm in the contemporary, I love that whole grand concourse. If you're in the the Grand Floridian, you want to be taken back to that old Florida sense. So the fact that they're doing anything like that at the Polynesian is just flat out ridiculous. I'd much rather walk through the doors and see a gigantic volcano. Yeah, <laughs> that would feel right. So let's talk about <coughs> let's let's talk about the construction a little bit sure. um, before we go further. Uh, for they were they have finished redoing the lobby. Which I know so, Kathy's given a look. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I think the lobby's beautiful. I, I actually, you know, I understand that I, I was very upset when I heard they were taking the, the big fountain out and everything. But that lobby is so much more open now. Oh, it is. It is. And it's so much more comfortable to sit. You know, we were sitting out hanging out there for a little mm-hmm. while. And, you know, it, it's just, you know, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I do. I've, I really do. I've been there a number of times since then, and and you know the whole argument is is they've opened it up and now there's more seating, but you hardly ever see anybody sitting there. Oh, we saw people. Oh, yeah. no, Our picture night. has people sitting. In there. I mean, not like in all the little areas. To me, it feels like it's a bus station. That um, <laughs> wow. you know, like you're waiting yeah. to. You That's know. a damn nice bus station. <laughs> um, I know. I know. You know, I see a lot more people sitting in the lobby now than I did before. When oh, yeah. You could only sit at the perimeter of yeah. that fountain. Yeah. And those couple of, like, teak wicker chairs or whatever. But yeah. now it's it's much more open and very comfortable. Yeah, it's very comfortable. I mean, I suggest everyone goes to youtube.com slash info and look at the old fountain if you haven't seen it. We have a nice park bench up of it that just rack up those hits on it. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, yeah, shameless plug. But at the same time, this thing is the closest to what you would see at Alani with the type of same uh, lighting and architecture in there and just mm-hmm. being nice and wide open. Well, it, they, it's still not even finished. That's the part. They still have to put in the final statue. It's going to only get better. Uh, so the statue is going to make it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, bitter. No, I just think she's they, the mayor of Bittertown. I think they should have just made that fountain just a little bit bigger. I mean, they do have that. <laughs> it, area it does there. look. It does look like the original fountain was <laughs> shrunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, By Rick Moranis. Yeah. And it's like this tiny, tiny little thing now in the middle. But I don't know. I you know I I, I can understand your comparison to Alani to a point with some of the elements. Um, you know, Alani's. Uh, Alani's lobby is much, much different yeah. uh, in that it's all open air. Oh, my gosh. And so that kind of, you know, its lobby itself is not really that large. It's that, but when you walk in, it's all open air, and you look out o- over, t- over to the ocean, and that kind of gives it that, yeah. that perspective. Um, I but, think that new guests to the Polynesian are going to be, you know, in awe of the... The new lobby area, it is very open. It looks beautiful. Those light fixture things that they put up at the top are just really visually appealing. However, having seen, I have to kind of side with Kathy on this. Oh, I just good. I just feel like it lost it a, a lost a piece of its soul when we lost those water gardens. It's not the same. It's not the same. I think feeling. that's I think, I think was, that's I think that's going too personally, I think that's going too far. That it's different to be sure. 
but I, I think what's what we're seeing happening is this resort is, um, I think, in some way going back back to its roots, and that's part of the reason why they went back to the name Polynesian Village, uh, which was its original name, and then it just became Disney's Polynesian Resort. Now it's back to that. I think what they're doing, you know, with the opening of Trader Sam's. That's um, going to be amazing, mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. And, you know, for those who are not familiar with this, out at the Disneyland Hotel in California, there is a bar called Trader Sam's. And calling it a bar actually doesn't do it justice. It's an experience yeah. called Trader Sam's. Um, and the bar area itself has a lot of uh, kitschy mm-hmm. memorabilia. Some stuff from the old... Adventurous Club at Pleasure Island is hanging up in there, and it was it's just incredible. It's just this really Polynesian tiki themed. And, and there's all parts of it that are. I was too. just going to say there's parts of it that are interactive. Yeah, this is now being brought to the Polynesian, where the old arcade was located. They have gutted that out. I don't know what they're going to do for an arcade now, but. I think they moved it uh, a little bit closer over to where they actually do the luau. And oh, all is it that. over it's, there now? I think it's over in one of those side buildings. Don't don't take that well, with a grain of salt. Don't take it with a grain of salt? <laughs> no, <laughs> take it with <laughs> <not at all. laughs> um, This is where Trader Sam's is going to be. It's right next to Captain Cook's restaurant, which also just underwent some changes, uh, which we'll talk about in a bit. But this, I believe, Trader Sam scheduled to open later in March. Yeah, right now the uh, the rumor is towards the end of March, and it's going to it's not going to be the final touches on the whole resort completely because the pole still has to finish up. But that's going to be the big touch on finishing up the lobby, the lobby and really area. giving it that feel that they want to go to. And it, as soon as it opens, the whole resort is going to change from what we knew before. I know everyone loves the fountain. The fountain was great. It smelled like chlorine and water and all that. But <laughs> it Trader, smelled like Florida water. It yeah. smelled like Florida water. But Trader Sam's is going to turn it into the ultimate Polynesian getaway. Yeah. And so as much as you have perceptions of what it should be, it is becoming what it actually should be. And it's going to be amazing. And I will I tell agree. you that the construction going on on Trader Sam's was pretty much nonstop. Yeah. I can't say that they were going around the clock, but I will tell you that walking around that resort at 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night doing some, doing some photography, they were working. <laughs> they weren't working on the pool, but they were working on Trader Sam's. So it seems like they're really pushing to get that, get that done. Um, the pool area scheduled to open spring 2015, which who knows when that really is going to be because it's a mess right now. Yeah. And it seems to completely consume all of the outdoor common area at this resort. You really don't realize it till you, they close it off mm-hmm. that, you know, you, of course you have the walkways in between the different buildings and you have the small pool, which is a nice open area. But man, that's like the main central place for you know for all common areas at, at Polynesian, and it really does close it off. I found you know as I was walking around the resort, I was glad we were only there for one night. Yeah. Because if I had booked a vacation there, I would have been immensely, immensely disappointed. Yep. Because I'm not getting what I'm paying for. Uh, there is no you know again. The, the 
I judge it based on how well the theme carries through. There is nothing Polynesian about construction. No. There's nothing, there's nothing enchanting about construction. Does Disney give out warnings to people who are booking? Yes. I want mm-hmm. to say that um, because for Wilderness Lodge was undergoing the, uh, some construction with mm-hmm. the, uh, the facade. Uh, there was some work being done on the pool, uh, Storm Along Bay, the beach club, and, of course, what's going on at the Poly. I received letters in the mail, um, three of them telling me all about that and offering to move me someplace else if, I, if that bothered me. So I will give Disney credit for that, that they do let people know. Your travel agent should also let you know. Uh, and they absolutely, you know, were available to change if I wanted to. Obviously, because we were doing it for this, I wasn't going to. Um, so I will say this. Polynesian's an amazing resort. It's a great resort. If you're going to be there summer of 2015 and later, you're fine. Give or take. But summer of 2015 on, I think you're fine. Until then, if you're going to stay there, go in with your eyes wide open. Because there's a lot of construction and it's not tucked off to the side. You're faced with it every time you walk out of your room. Because everything you have to do is really basically have to interact with the main ceremonial house. And so you have to walk by and around this construction at all times. Mm-hmm. I was no, there. Not, but there's the noise factor. <laughs> is, yeah. The jackhammer's going off. I was there one day and there was a big dump truck going along the sidewalk that people had the view of the castle. And it's like, oh, can't you see? It's a magical day. <laughs> they open up the curtains and there's a dump truck. Yeah. Going but I will give Disney credit because then there were cast members there outside, like spraying off the windows and stuff, trying to like lessen the impact of the construction. You know, I mean, they're trying within what they're doing. Yeah, well, think about it, though. I mean, now, like I said, the lobby's done. But when the lobby was under construction and the pool was under construction and then they're building... The twenty longhouse, the twenty uh, bungalows out over the water. I mean, it's the trifecta. Mm-hmm. It's the, that's why I call it construction pollution. Not to mention they've been working on their parking lot for like the last yeah. year. They've been repaving and restructuring their entire parking yeah. lot one section at a time. When it's done, it's going to be amazing. Um, let's uh, let's talk about uh, dining. Um, your options at Polynesian. Our Captain Cook's, which is a quick service restaurant. You have Ohana, which is the family style character meals. And you have Kona Cafe, which is a, a table service restaurant. You also have the Kona Island, which offers coffee and pastries in the morning. Um, they have uh, specialty coffees, wine, tea, sushi, and desserts in the evening from 5 to 10. Um, Captain Cook's. I have three words for you people. Coconut curry meatballs. Oh, my God. These were amazing. I had to go back and get more. <laughs> I, I, I love They were so, so good. It was like, my, this is now my favorite counter oh. service, my favorite counter service dish anywhere at Walt Disney well, World. In, in my mind, since their recent rehab, they've changed up the menu. They've changed up the dining space itself. Um, they've redesigned a lot. And... I, for me, it's my, it is my favorite um, fast food at a resort. I th- in my opinion, um, 
Cool. Yeah. Go on. Oh, okay. Oh, also, at Captain Cook's, when they changed the menu, they took off one of my favorite items, which was amazing, which was the uh, grown-up grilled cheese sandwich, which is basically, uh, I forget what kind of bread, but it's a crunchy kind of uh, wheat bread with cheese and tomato on it, and it is absolutely delicious. I took it off the menu, but now you can uh, you can ask them, and they'll make it special you for you. You can request it. Yeah, but they still make it. That's the, the one misstep. They did take away the grown-up grilled cheese as well as they changed up the recipe on the uh, the barbecue pork nachos. Yeah. So I mean, those two things are bad, but in terms of the food in general, it's gone up. Coconut curry meatballs. It, it's gone <laughs> so much fresher. Statue should be erected. <laughs> well, and then the whole space. The coconut curry meatballs. with the uh, with all of the the old Hawaiian pictures that are like almost travel posters that are around the actual dining area. I mean, just showing off Hawaii, uh, the different island, all nations. the islands. I don't know all of them because I don't know them but they're based off they're based off the different buildings that exist i don't know Thank them you. because yeah. i don't know them well wow. it's a craig williams that's, quote that's 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 poetic will what are your thoughts about captain cook you ate there a few times uh i ate there uh i had the flatbread pepperoni pizza there while you had the curry meatballs it was fine it was fast food service uh the breakfast was great the pog juice at polynesian is to die for isn't the pog juice great well, that's, that's yeah, the good stuff. You get that in the concierge lounge. Yeah. And that's uh, pineapple, no, it's orange, pineapple guava. orange, and guava. Orange juice and guava. And it's, yeah, I mean, for a diabetic, it's like <laughs> death in a cup, but it is so, so good. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I, I, I thought the food at Captain Cook's was particularly good. Let's talk a little bit about Ohana. Um, you know, Ohana is. I like Ohana. Mm-hmm. I like Ohana. I haven't had breakfast there in a while. We had a breakfast there. Uh, and the food was good. I thought the food uh, for breakfast was good. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite breakfast out of all the no, seven, it seven wasn't. Yeah. Character interaction was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Um, we were there a good hour, and not all the characters made it to us. Specifically Mickey Mouse. Mickey, yeah. Didn't. Mickey didn't make it. Um and while the manager was willing to go, you know, get the characters and bring them over, um, we were like, you know, that's all right. If they're that busy, let them you know, spend <laughs> yeah. time with kids instead of us. But, um, you know, especially I, I don't have the price. What, does anybody remember what we paid? Not like 29 or it was something like either 27 or 29 dollars a person. And, you know, you're Disney. This isn't your first character meal. Yeah. Um, you know how to do this. And. Yeah. I, I was I was disappointed. I really was. I noticed. This is, oh, I'm sorry, Go Kathy. Ahead. I was going to say um, between when we went this time and the first time I had gone, the first time it was very leisurely. This time it was like we had no sooner sat down and they were like whipping the food out, mm-hmm. and then all Slamming of a sudden they went away. Yeah, it was. You're right. It was. We an were onslaught. in and we were out. <laughs> it was an onslaught of food. It was like if if anybody's ever been to that been to that uh, Texas Day Brazil yeah. <laughs> where you know you feel like I think Kevin put it you feel like there should be like fast paced music playing as they put the food down um, that's kind of what this was like yet you know and then like you said then they just completely disappeared <laughs> mm-hmm. and we were forgotten about and I was like hunting down somebody just to get the check so you know these are complaints I've heard about Ohana for years it is touch and go Generally, I love Ohana. I do. Um, yeah. Especially at dinner time. I think yeah. the food's really mm-hmm. good. The entertainment is excellent. Um, 
So breakfast, it's been hit or miss. Some yeah. I've had breakfast there that have been fantastic. I've had others that have been like this. I just want to throw one more thing in about Ohana is it's been a it's been a family tradition of mine since I was a little kid to go to Ohana and over the years and still to this day it seems like every time I go to it, they're changing some portion of their process. Mm-hmm. It, whether mm-hmm. it be the line, the way they serve you, the characters that are there, it's constantly changing. And I wonder if that's because they just can't get the flow down. Like, how does this gigantic space with character breakfast work? And they're constantly trying to fix it. Because you can't have multiple ca- multiple yeah. multiples of the same character on the floor at the same time. Um, because there's only changing. one Mickey Mouse. There's only <laughs> well. well. <laughs> No, nah, that I mean that's uh, uh, character one hundred and one. You can't have two characters, <laughs> the same characters on the same floor. So yeah, they got some fixing to do. My issue is more to hear that that would happen. My issue is more with like uh, the food offerings and how limited it is. I know it's all you can eat, but you know I prefer a buffet where I have a choice of all these things I can go yeah. pick from. Like at, at the beach club, or you go to um, the contemporary. It's I like being able to choose what I want and go back. For that and not just, seven or eight times, yeah, and, and and not just being served a skillet, and this is what you have. Like, e- like even with the, even with the um, the biscuits, I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't really eat biscuits, but I like them with gravy. Can I get great like white gravy? No, we don't do that. So you know, I'm stuck with the. But eggs. at least they bring it to the table. You don't have to walk. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. <laughs> <You know. laughs> um, now, did we? No one. Did anyone eat at Kona? Do you guys have dinner at Kona? I didn't have dinner there, but I eat there probably <laughs> once every three months, and it's been a yeah. solid meal every it's time. Always, it's, it's always, always very, good. very good. And the portions are huge. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, I've always found yep. Kona to be very good. Corey, what do you think of the sushi at the Kona Island? I know you're a sushi guy. I, I, I actually like it. I mean, it's, it's up on my, on my list of, of, pla- of places I love on property to eat sushi at. I like it's not – there's not a lot of options. I mean, you can't go crazy, crazy with what you want to get, but – the options they do have, they're quality, and and, mm-hmm. and they have a little different touch to them. And also, there's very few places to get a better cup of coffee on your way into the theme parks in the morning, because it's right outside the monorail, yeah. uh, the, the the monorail platform, up on the second floor, and you can stop and you get a, a cup of Kona coffee, uh, Kona blend, but still delicious, absolutely delicious, and a great cup of coffee, always, always good coffee. Plus, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I've been able to go in there and order a pound of Kona coffee, real Kona coffee, and then use my tables in Wonderland to get my 20% oh, off. Okay. And I don't think you're supposed to get 20% off, and I probably shouldn't even mention this because it's probably going to go away now, but um, you can try it if you have, if you have tables in Wonderland. Um, transportation to the theme parks. Uh, your options are basically boat or bus. Um, there are boat launches out from the marina. This There's is also monorail. monorail for the Magic Kingdom. And monorail, of course. Um, boat launches uh, over to the Magic Kingdom. I believe they also do boat launches over to the, some of the other resorts, don't they? Yes, there is a boat that travels between um, the Contemporary, the Wilderness Lodge, but not that does not go I, to the I Polynesian. I think there's two separate lines. Yeah, they You're they shaking have- your head no? The only boat that runs from Polynesian is to the Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, then to Grand Floridian, and then back to the Polynesian. It's just that triangle. They okay. don't do okay. another one over. I did want to mention, too, on top of food, they also opened up the Pineapple Lanai uh, a couple months ago, and that is the new location to get Dole Whips 
if, right, that's because right. they took them out of Captain Cook's before it was all you can eat was, Dole Whip. Yeah, and, because you would get one that was like 14 inches high. I specifically that's, would do that. That's, <laughs> where, we, that's where we saw uh, later in the evening, we saw a cast member leaning up against a pole oh, wow. with his badge on, with his name tag, smoking a cigarette. Mm. So when I talk about how far service <laughs> levels have fallen. Um, that wasn't the exact picture. It was... He, he wasn't wearing his name tag. He was wearing his blue ID, which you're not supposed oh, to yeah. be wearing mm. if you're not wearing your name tag or representing the company in any way. And by smoking a cigarette outside of the pineapple and I, and yeah. I can see you smoking a cigarette, you're not representing the company very good. Don't do that, please. Thank you, cast members. <laughs> um, of course, the monorail service is there as well, taking you to uh, the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it does the loop, the Magic Kingdom, the contemporary Grand Floridian Transportation and Ticket Center, where you can get buses pretty much anywhere else on property. Um, and then there's, uh, there's bus service. You can also walk to the Ticket and tra- you Transportation can, and Ticket Center. You can walk to the TTC now. Uh, I think they've opened up that pathway mm-hmm. again. Yeah. That was closed at one point for the construction. Um, but, uh, yeah. So those are your transportation options. I've always found... You know, the monorail service is ideal. I mean, yeah, you never wait long. You never wait long. And and the boats, too. Mm -hmm. The boats are incredibly scenic, Mm -hmm. incredibly scenic. Uh, I love doing those boat rides back and forth Mm -hmm. around Bay Lake, Seven Seas Lagoon. They're just it's incredible. I'm more of a boat ride back. From the Magic Kingdom. I'll take the, the monorail there to get there fast. But it, it's nice after a long day at the Magic Kingdom. You just And if you're pushing you know, a stroller, it. it's hard to beat that monorail. Yeah. Because you don't yeah. have to fold it up like you do when you take a bus or you know, on the boat. You know, when I was over there, I went back over to take some pictures and I went to a part of the Polynesian that I've never been to before, walking around outside, back where the Luau is. Mm-hmm. I've never been back there. And the landscaping and just the whole, like the walkway over to the Grand Floridian. I don't yeah. know how I've ever missed that. There's there's a couple cool things back there. First of all, yeah, it's a it's a really cool walkway over to the Grand Floridian. And once all the construction is done and stuff, uh, it, it's it's really beautiful. Now that they finish up the villas over at Grand Floridian, the other thing is if. It's really crowded at the beach um, for the fireworks, the main beach. That's a nice secondary beach yeah, a nice to watch the beach. fireworks. In, yeah. in my opinion, it's not as dead on of an angle, but there's a lot less people. Right. They don't necessarily play the music there, but I think it's much more serene and much more beautiful over there. I was able to get some fantastic shots of the fireworks from that beach. Okay. That night we went out there. Oh, neat. You, you need a tripod yeah. um, and long exposure to really be able to capture it. But I got some amazing, amazing pictures. And one of the other things when I was walking around back there, because I like, you know, plants and Mm -hmm. horticulture and stuff, and every time I see a little plaque, it's like, okay, now why did Disney put this plaque here? And if you've never walked back there, there's a thing called a strangler fig back there. (laughs) But it's a fig tree that they purposely put around a palm tree. And the palm tree acts as like like the host, and this strangler fig grows up it and eventually strangles the palm tree. And I'm like, no, that's really cool that Disney would think to put something like that. Why do you want to strangle a palm tree? <laughs> because it's it this fig tree is huge, but they said on the plaque 
it says, um, you know, that the reason that they do that is it grows better having the palm tree to start off with, with the way the fibrous things are. But then it kills the palm tree. Yes, it eventually <laughs> does. So you could just put a stick in the ground and let it grow Kathy's on a stick. Kathy's empathetic well, towards parasites. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no, it's just I'm when a little you, depressed now. Well, when you see this, this huge fig tree, you're there like, now, to me, that's like one of the little things that Disney does that other places wouldn't think to do. Like killing trees? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just something different. Okay. I was going to say, that when we're, um, going back to the fireworks, I just wanted to put out there, there are some cases where I actually prefer to see the fireworks from the Poly Beach than being actually in the parks, especially when they do the 360 fireworks. I mean, that's kind of cool to be in the park because it is 360 at that point, but you really can't take it all in. No. If you're on the Poly Beach... You see everything. Well, yeah. It's even beyond that. Fourth of July and New Year's Eve, they do it not only the 360 perimeter, but then they also do it on one of the islands in the middle of mm-hmm. the lagoon. Mm-hmm. So you get double fireworks. It's really fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, overall, based on, on this particular visit, because of the construction, I give the poly a five. Once the Polynesian is done, a solid nine. Solid nine. It's going to be hard to beat. It's yeah. going to be hard to beat once they're finished with everything. But between now and the time they finish this construction, honestly, if you're going to stay there, go in with your eyes wide open. I or agree. Just- I, I agree with uh, exactly what you said because I, it's hard to judge right now with the construction, but you giving it a five is is reasonable. You know, and and while we can't. You know, we can only imagine what it's going to look like when it's done, but it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to go and check it out. Um, so it's definitely going to be up there. Kathy? I'll agree with you because right now I advise my clients if they say that they want to stay there, I recommend somewhere else. But when it's done, it's going to be awesome. Spectacular. And you're not going to be able to find availability there because everybody's going to want It's going to, to be tough. There. It's going to be tough, yeah. Actually, that's probably a good argument to make for booking well in advance if you want the poly. Um, give yourself give yourself some extra time to mm-hmm. book because I think once everything's done and all the pictures are out there and oh, everybody's talking about it, yeah, it's gonna be impossible to get a room. Will, what do you think? All right, so for me, this was my first and only experience to the Polynesian, so uh, I was disappointed to say the least. Um, I think the, this resort has tons of potential. But unfortunately, the construction walls just kind of kept it all hidden from me. There wasn't much to do. Um, the weather wasn't great. Um, so it, the potential's there, but I want to see it finished. Um, the, you know, the beach was awesome. Taking night photos were great. The bungalows looked really nice. Um, but I didn't get to see the finished product, so I can't give a true rating. I mean, it, if I'm going to give it a score, it's like a four right now just because I, I didn't have a good experience because of the construction. That is interesting because Will just said it, it was his first time first at the Polynesian. Yeah. We've all been there, and we mm-hmm. we'll go back again. So we will. But I mean, well, that's it, one of the reasons I wanted Will yeah. involved in this because he's a, he's a fresh set of eyes and can provide that perspective from somebody that hasn't spent twenty years going to these resorts. Um, so that, I think that's 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 uh, that's a cool point of view, Gregory. Uh, from this experience, I would be right on the level with five. However, I'd take it up a notch on the finished project. I would think that it's going to be a 10. It'll probably be my second favorite resort right there with Contemporary. No, I, I don't think I'd, uh, I'd be very hard-pressed to give out a 10. But uh, I'm easy to please. 
<laughs> Not touching that. Jenny Lynn. I'm going a little bit higher. I'm going to say as is six, just because even though it's under construction, it's still hard to beat some of the conveniences of the poly, mainly its location, the different modes of transportation. We didn't talk about it, but it has the best kids club of all of resorts, and that's just been remodeled there. It's a whole new... I'll talk, well, since you're we're talking about it. Let's talk about it some more now. Okay. Um, so my kids have stayed in a number of the, the resorts, um, kids clubs. And the one that the Polynesian was by far their favorite. It's the largest. It was the first. It just is, it's done really well. And it was just rethemed. Now, um, it used to be Peter Pan's Neverland Club. Now it is, uh, it's got something to do with Lilo and Stitch, but it. Um, it's it, Club Disney. Um, no, they just changed it. It's something that has to do with Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah, because I have p- both pictures. That, yeah, there's a picture of yeah, Lilo's Playland. Or yeah, something. exactly. Really. And yeah. the whole theme of it now has to do with the classic Disney Golden Books. So it's the the um, the club is divided into sections, and each section is a separate golden book story and you know in there the kids can do all kinds of different organized activities and imaginative play and movies and um, it's for a parent who uses the kids clubs it's really really handy when you have one of these at the resort that you're staying at rather than having to travel to a different resort drop them off and then get to the your destination wherever you're going so uh you know for those reasons even though the construction's a little rough there's just still so many conveniences about this place i would give it a six um when it's done with construction it's probably going to blow my mind i i can't wait especially the dvc area of it i'm a dvc member i I'm really looking forward to it. These are also the studios that they're building, from what I understand, will be the largest studios of any of the DVC resorts. Oh. These are going to be like 430, mm. 440 Well, that makes sense feet. because if they're uh, using, if they're converting the, the standard rooms to the deluxe resorts, I mean, we've already talked about the size of the standard rooms are larger than a lot of the other resorts. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see what those look like as well. All right. So what about you, Dustin? What's your rating? You know, I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree with Craig. I'll give it a five right now but I would absolutely love to see it make its way to a 10. Um, what they're adding right now is pretty much everything I love about Disney theme parks, you know, and resorts. It's, you know, the, the Trader Sam stuff is right up my alley. Um, all the, the features that they're adding to the lobby and, the, and, and all that kind of stuff, it, it's, it's right up my alley. So I, I'm, I'm very hopeful that once it's all done, it's going to be amazing. So I'm holding out hope. So what's your what's your score? I, I would go with a five for right now. Five. Yeah. And then hopefully a ten later. Why you people handed out tens? <laughs> Hoping for it. Hoping for a ten. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's uh, seven and seven episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again tomorrow with our discussion of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Thanks for being with us, everyone. Have a great day. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. 